Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights, another recap episode, number 650, recapping episode 624 to 648. I'm six days a week now, Monday through Saturday, take Sunday off. Uh, this is an opportunity to look back at the last uh, four weeks or so, in case I've forgotten some of them, but it uh, seems like a long time ago, and yet uh, it's refreshing to go back and think about the enjoyment I had in uh, putting it together. So the first episode was the soccer cards. Soccer stickers. Author Greg Lansdowne from over in uh, England had a, a Zoom call with the time change and all that, and we had a couple episodes, but that was good. I think 2022 could definitely be the year of football. Soccer, <laughs> football is life. 625 was the recap episode. I don't recap the recap. 626. First of all, time out. Thank you, sponsors. Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, Comcy.com, Burbank Sports Cards, Mike Stadium Sports Cards. Heritage Auctions, Hugs and Scott Auctions, Tops, Panini, and Upper Deck. So appreciate the sponsors. Hopefully each one of them got some level of coverage other than those uh, short shout-outs. 626 was the outtakes from Hobby Hotline back in November on corporate presence. Basically, this was uh, a conversation among us, and it was basically something like, what would you do if you were CEO, or what do you think the company should do? And I've been a CEO, and there are tricky uh, questions. There's cost and benefit of uh, every decision that you make, and it's uh, not as simple. Trying to point out some of that stuff. Hopefully, you got something out of that. The card companies have a tough job trying to please all the people all the time. As you know, that is impossible, but they're not trying to mess up. They're trying to be at shows appropriately and et cetera, et cetera. Now, 627 was the interview with JP Cohen. Really enjoyed that. He's got a niche in the uh, high-end auction space, very relational, a little bit more fixed price early on than some of the others. So I think he's doing well and uh, I wish him well. Uh, 628 was the five listener questions. Again, I just accumulate them. I love your questions. If you send them in, I'm, I'm not necessarily going to respond individually, but I'm going to respond collectively. If it's a question I think worth uh, answering for everybody, put it together with some others. Or uh, if it's really good, there's some of the episodes are basically people writing in and saying, what about this? And I say, let's you and I do an episode. So that possibility is there too. 629, initiated by Brad Askew, came on when the announcement came out of the six new members of the Baseball Hall of Fame. Gil Hodges and Minnie Minoso were two that he really, we decided to divide it up that way. I, I really think probably as far as players that I saw play, I saw all the players play other than Buck O'Neill and, and Bud Fowler. But Hodges and Minoso, I think, are worthy Hall of Famers, arguably even more so than Jim Cott and Tony Oliva. They were recognized by their peers and, uh, and again, that was fun to go through that with Brad. 6.30 was Executive Instincts with Schrader Shaw. He's a fellow CEO. We belong to the same CEO organization. So we have that similar background going through that, trying to be better CEOs. Now, I'm not a CEO anymore. I'm more of a consultant, but I consult with a lot of CEOs. Schrader, we, we had a good uh, rapport and had some good conversations there. Hopefully enough sports card insights to keep you interested for 15 minutes. 631, Jim Cott, Oliva, O'Neill, Fowler. This was the rest of the conversation with Brad Askew. I just want to say, I, whether I want to have a big Hall of Fame or a small Hall of Fame, that ship has sailed. Uh, there's no interest uh, on the part of the Hall of Fame to make it small. Uh, within the Hall of Fame, there's an inner circle, obviously, but it's going to be a big Hall of Fame because every year there's interest in having new inductees. I mean, there's a whole nother group that haven't retired yet that are going to go in. And I'm not quibbling with any of these four. 
but every year the hall is going to get bigger. <laughs> so that, that settles that. 632 were the early BGS travel stories. Pepper uh, Hastings, a great storyteller in his own right, kind of our company's archivist. I, I realized I was talking to Rich Klein the other day and Pepper had a role in our company that was PR. Everything he did, he brought some PR to it. He was relationally, editorially strong, but most of his contributions, like I said, the getting around with the graders and the young Turks, I think some of y'all really enjoyed hearing about those days uh, 20 years ago, 20 20, 20 plus years ago in some cases. 633 was the Tops box battle. Got some uh, boxes from Emily Kless at Tops for review. I'm declaring myself to be the world's oldest uh, reviewer uh, of card products. I thought it'd be different. I really liked Alan Ginner a lot better. And I'm really not a huge fan of the small cards. On the other hand, when you're opening something, it's pretty obvious when there's less small cards than big cards, then the small cards are tougher. And so I like being able to recognize what's tougher. And I thought the Alan Ginner were just more attractive. So much for that. <laughs> Gypsy Queen wasn't bad, but I like the Alan Ginner better. 634, store security measures. When I scheduled something, I was going to do an end of the year episode and it evolved into something else. But again, the point there, if you go back and listen to that episode with the rash of thefts that have occurred in stores, and those are two high profile stores in Burbank, California, and Aurora, Colorado. Those guys, as as you should, if you're an LCS owner, it's better to be preventive uh, than reactive. It's better to uh, put the bars and the locks before the theft, before you have a problem, and then maybe you won't have a problem. Thankfully, what we're hearing about in some of these problems, it's people are leaving when there's a theft, it's an armful of stuff and not a truckload of stuff. That would be really scary, and hopefully not many of them involve uh, weapons. Again, people are more important than cards. Let them have the cards, but get a good description and hope Hopefully we can put the bad guys away. 635, the dueling questions with Joel Belfer. Enjoyed that. Joel has a great e-newsletter that's free called Mint Condition. And my only quibble with it is the frequency because he's got a, a regular job in the investment community and this he does on the side and he puts a lot of work into it. And so I'd love to see it be every week or twice a week uh, like clockwork, but it's the, the frequency. I, I miss it when I don't get it, Joel. So uh, keep up the great work. 636 was the other Tops box battle. I know that Archives and Heritage are two sub-brands of Tops that I like and other people about my age because there's a nostalgia aspect to it. But it's nostalgia applied sometimes by design along with new players or even prospects in the case of Heritage Miners. But I think I'm probably more nostalgia if I want the, the players that I know with the designs that I enjoy. So again, keep up. Tops, it's not keeping up the good work. It's keep drawing on some of the success that you've had, Tops. And so I enjoyed that, but I chose Archives. 637 was the dueling questions with Mike and Rob, and they got a chance. I don't think that was part of the enticement of coming on, but we get along and they get along. And so just having a chance for them to grill me and uh, throw out some what ifs. I don't mind being put on the spot, especially with guys that are trying to help grow the hobby, which is one of my uh, key things. 638 was questions about grading from JP Cohen. Grading is such an integral part of the auction scene. If you are trusting your cards to an auction. I've got Heritage Auctions and Huggins Scott Auctions. JP is is right up there too. And you've got to have an auctioneer that knows what needs to be graded and is able to figure out where it's going to be graded. But a lot of high-end stuff, if it's not graded, you're leaving money on the table. So JP was just asking questions about that and we were going back and forth. 639 was outtakes about fanatics and grading. This was from my discussion with Mike and Rob. It's after we thought we were done, I just said, hey, let's do an episode or two. And we just kind of kept going because we were having fun. And I think it was before Rob was opening up 
I think it may have been before Rob and Mike were both opening up because it was in the morning because those guys are busy guys. Thanks, Mike and Rob. 640, another one with Pepper, really shouting out to the early Beckett Magazine contributors, especially some of the editorial contributors, writers, and photographers, and uh, managed a lot of that in the uh, early days. And it was a big success of our magazine. We tried to have the most accurate price guide, but wrapping that in a pleasing package with great photography and, and uh, strong editorial was uh, certainly part of our success. So thanks, Pepper, and others who contributed. 641 were the outtakes from Hobby Hotline. And I said Panini in the title in PSA in Cooperstown. That's really Adam Martin collaborating with Tops in Cooperstown and what's going on at PSA. But the big news, what we start off with, was just Tracy Hackler leaving Panini for now, can be revealed, Kentucky Roadshow, and uh, Joe White leaving Panini for Leaf. Again, I wish those guys, I, I want Panini to be successful, but I want my friends to be successful as well. And so we discussed that. I wasn't able to disclose. I knew where Tracy was going, but it was not appropriate for me to uh, spill the beans. 642 was the additional executive insights with Schrader and Shaw. We, we just got going and we, like I said, we had some things in common that were uh, fun to bat around. I'm always going to enjoy talking to somebody that loves the hobby. So if we have other things in common, it's, it just makes it even better. 643 was the interview with Ezra Levine, the CEO of Collectible. Fractional is here to stay. I think Ezra's a sharp guy. He's got a good concept. Uh, of the fractionals, they're the ones I think that are most sports card and sports memorabilia centric. And that, that's probably what I would do too. I want everybody to be successful in the hobby. So I certainly hope they are. 644 were the questions from JP Cohen. At, at the end, I innocently just said, well, do you have any questions for me? And sometimes they say, uh, yeah, I do. And then they'll let it rip for a while. But I enjoy that. As I said, I'm, I'm trying to, uh, unpack things and sometimes being, uh, prodded by a good question evokes a memory that's worth sharing. So thanks, JP. 645 were just my individual thoughts and musings about Christmas and season of giving. And it means a lot to a lot of people, a lot of different ways. And I don't want to personalize it too much other than along with New Year's, you get to the end of the year and you, you think deeper thoughts sometimes toward the end of December. So encourage that. 646 was the Tiger Woods event with Pepper. That was Pepper's fabulous day. If he's had a better day, I don't know if he's had a better day, but it, can you imagine spending the day with Tiger Woods and kibitzing and Pepper's great at that. So he was a fabulous representative for our company and frankly, for our industry too. That was fun to see the excitement that he came back with, but he took excitement to it and helped organize what turned out to be a, a great day for a bunch of people. 647 were the outtakes on Upper Deck and marketing. And I said, Minute Collective from Hobby Hotline. Again, a lot of buzz. Jeremy Lee of Sports Cards Live is going and a bunch of other content creators. So I'm contemplating going. That was in the outtakes. And then last episode here, 648, was the episode about the Mint Collective, which is what really Ezra wanted to talk about. Ezra Levine Collectible, they're the co-founding group along with IMG uh, to get this thing going. And he's talked me into going. I think if it's going to be a content creator session, I want to go to any event that can help make the pie bigger. I don't think the card show is going to be any kind of a draw there. I'll pop in on that, but some of the panels and uh, speakers, and I'll have a lot of old friends there, but I'm going to meet some new people too. I encourage you to consider it. Their advertising just is blasting out that it's $999 to, to be able to do everything, but you get these other coupons and discounts and things like that. But there's four or five different ways you can, you can buy a ticket, including a lot cheaper. And I'm not sure what'll be available online, but in the final analysis, I just thought, I think I, I want to be there. This is going to be like the early days of the, the Hawaii trade show or the industry summit or the national convention. I've been at most of these big events. And so to be there for historical context, I thought, thank you, Ezra, for doing this. And thanks for talking me into it. 
So that's it. Just keep going here. We're up to 650 and uh, plan to keep going. Again, just give me any feedback. It's Dr. James Beckett at, at uh, gmail.com. And uh, I'm happy to address some of the issues that you express. And if I see you at a card show, you can tell me there or whatever. But look forward to seeing you at the Mint Collective if you're going to be at that. I don't think everybody's going to be there, but it looks like a lot of people are going to be there and key people. And I'm, I'm looking forward to interacting. So thanks, everybody. Uh, have a good New Year's as we're coming up on that. And I will see you tomorrow with another episode. The man in the house of Twingle, right?